0: The weekend is here. Let's go fishing. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry Cause now we're going fishing For the young country Labor Day weekend, an extra day to go fishing We'll talk about it with Chuck Hazzy of Leisure Outdoor Adventures And Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service It's all coming up Welcome to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, it's been a while, but it's great to have Chuck Hazzy back on the air with us. Uh, Chuck, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Kev. Uh, let's start with uh, an agreement that we will not talk about the twins this time. The who? <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to say about that. Yeah. Um, but you're, yeah, you're in football mode. You're just telling me your boys are getting ready to get back to school, starting football practice already. My gosh, fall is here.
1: Yeah, the summer the summer flew by. Fall is in the air. We've had a couple cooler days. Now it's uh, it's time for for football and uh, and some fall fishing.
0: Yeah, you could And you were just mentioned before we went on the air. The bite has been a little bit tough, and has been for a lot of people. So that fall bite is something that a lot of people are looking for in the in the walleye world.
1: Yeah, it's it's close. We're not quite there yet. Um, I just got off the water here a little bit ago, and the water temps are still in the high 60s or low 70s, depending on where you are. So we've We've got a ways to go yet. The water's cooled down maybe seven, eight degrees from where we were a week or two ago, but we got a little bit till that fall bite takes off yet.
0: You know, we, we had a pretty good year, walleye. I mean, I thought despite drought, despite um, really, really hot temps, I thought the walleye bite stayed strong a little longer than I thought it would, but then it did kind of taper off in August, it really was the dog days this year.
1: Yeah, August was by far our, our toughest month. Um, we've got just a couple areas that on leech where we've been uh, concentrating on that have still been holding fish. The fish are starting to eat some of those young of the year perch minnows now. Um, so things are starting to ramp up just a little bit, but they're still, they're still biting on, you know, pretty much anything you throw at them. Uh, one day it might be crawlers. The next day it might be leeches. If you can find any in the, in the area, leeches are a little tough to come by now. (laughs) Um, but we're catching a few on artificials as well, so it's still kind of that summertime smorgasbord, if you will, right now until we drop about another ten degrees.
0: So you know, if I'm out fishing and I can't catch walleyes, I go catch sunfish or I go catch catch bass. You're a guide. Uh, what what do you ha- <laughs> do? What do you have to do? Because I know well, you know these people who come up vacation they want walleyes.
1: Yeah, fortunately for us right now, the um, every fall. We have a pretty decent perch bite here on Leech Lake, a lot on the, like the north end of Walker Bay is a good area, um, a lot of shallow water stuff, and there's days where if the walleyes aren't cooperating, we'll fish for big perch, and it seems like if you can catch one or two big perch, there's there's a few more in the area, so you kind of just hone in on them a little bit, um, but it's constant action. You know, they might not all be big, you might have to sort through them, but it's, it's constantly a bend in the rod. Um, there has been, I've kind of just forced myself to learn how to catch smallmouth bass out here (laughs) just because they're becoming so prevalent. Um, I've actually had a, a, a lot of days this summer where we fished walleyes for the first couple hours and then we're strictly targeting smallmouth bass, you know, the last half of the day. And man, I'll tell you, you get, you get one of them on a on a medium light action rod, and and you're in for a fight.
0: You know, it is a lot of fun, and it is certainly getting far more popular than it was even five years ago.
1: For sure, and we're seeing the smallmouth population um, get bigger and and better every year here, especially on Leech Lake. They've even we've even had a few fish kind of make their way now into Walker Bay. We're starting to see some in Walker Bay. The majority of the fish, especially in the summer, are out on the main lake reefs and um, in, in some of the big boulders on some of those reefs, but they're slowly migrating. And I think you know, I mean, a lot of the fish we're catching are approaching nineteen, twenty inches. So those are those are quality smallmouth. No matter where you go, um, I like to fish for them with live bait. the The true the true bass nuts. They'll tell you that's kind of it's against the rules, but um, we're not keeping any of them. We're just, we're strictly catching them for the fight and we release them, but, um, they seem to eat a lot of the same things you would, you'd be using for walleyes. So it just kind of works out.
0: So, um, if I've really having a hankering, you know, for, for some of that, uh, walleye for a fish fry or whatever, and I really want to try for walleyes, where should I start right now?
1: Uh, probably Canada. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're, we're still the fish we are getting. Um, they're still shallow. We, we haven't seen a push of fish deep yet. The, the bait just isn't there. And until the bait shows up in that deeper water that the fish really aren't there. Um, at least out here on leech, pretty much all of the fish we've been catching the last The last couple, two, three weeks anyway are coming from anywhere from 7 to 11 feet of water still. Um, And that's just Leech Lake. That doesn't mean, I mean, if you go up the road, you know, 15 miles to Cass Lake, um, it's a little clearer. You might have to fish, you know, the edges of the brake lines out in 15 to 25 feet. Um, Each lake kind of fishes a little bit different based on forage and water temperatures and water clarity. So at least on Leech Lake, I mean, we're we're still finding fish um, pretty shallow.
0: Okay, you know that uh, that uh, that weed bite is a great bite all year because you know if you are just looking for action, if the walleyes are biting, some will be biting in the weeds.
1: Correct, and we we've had tremendous weed growth this year, um, just with the water levels, you know, being being down a couple feet and the amount of sunlight we've had. Um, I've really noticed an increase in a lot of the weed growth. So that is, you know, anytime you see big, green, leafy cabbage weeds or even coontail, stuff like that, there's always going to be something hiding in them.
0: How much of an adjustment was that to, to get used to these new water levels, which are significantly different than what we're used to?
1: <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the the main obstacle right now is Um, I pick a lot of people up on, say, they have a a summertime cabin, or they're in a VRBO that has a a dock system, and I mean, I I have to be honest with them, there's some places you just can't even get, I can't get my boat close enough to the end of their dock to pick them up. Mm. Some of the resort harbors, I mean, the harbors are, there might be a foot of water in them, but normally there's, you know, three, three and a half feet where you can maneuver around a little bit, but it's really affected um, a lot of things, and not just where you can travel, but even as far as bait. Um, you know, a lot of the trappers are, are trapping the minnows and leeches out of shallow ponds in the in the forest areas around here, and there's no water in them. I <clears throat> I have a pond in my front yard, and in all the years I've lived here, I've never seen it completely dry, and it was dry about the end of June. Mm. So it's it 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 kind of has a trickle down effect from everything from the fishing all the way down to the bait you use or the bait you can even buy in the bait shops.
0: Yeah, I've heard a lot of a lot of talk about bait and and the problems there. I don't recall I mean, I've been, you know, I'm saying I remember people remembering the the drought of uh, 10 to 12 years ago and mm-hmm. you know, but I don't remember anything like this and I and maybe it's just because of the the temps were so much hotter it's it's been more drastic i don't know but boy this is i've never seen anything like this
1: yeah i mean a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> just looking at the trees and the grass and everything you'd you'd swear it was october yeah <laughs> it uh things have greened up a little bit now with this rain but um yeah it's it's very dry that's for sure
0: you know we could really you probably use rain every day for like a month to month and a half to get caught up, but then that's kind of you know takes away from the things you like to do in the fall too, so you know the balancing everything is pretty difficult right now. we just if we get rain, we gotta take it and 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 like it
1: yep we just hope just hope that it comes in the in the evening hours while you're <laughs> asleep and that we can still enjoy the nice fall weather
0: absolutely and of course like you you were mentioning you know uh, your, your kids playing football and going back to school. Uh, hunting season starting uh, and i know you're uh, you were posting some pictures in the past on facebook of your kids doing some hunting so you're going to get really yep. busy here
1: it is one of the things we look forward to is that is the uh the youth firearm season um that they have in uh it's usually over MEA weekend <laughs> and uh so we've we've been busy in the woods already with the trail cameras and and getting our shooting lanes cut out and making sure our stands are set and taking a look at what deer are out in the woods i i'm pretty fortunate i've got a pretty big piece of public property just right across the road from my place so we've got pretty much unlimited access back there and uh i i think the the scouting and the getting ready and all that is just as fun as the hunt itself but yeah we're not we're not too far off from that season either
0: no we aren't but you're still uh, you know you still guide through the fall right
1: Yep, I usually hang it up somewhere right around Halloween. Okay, um, as we get in, you, you kind of play it by ear. the The trips stop; they're slowly begin to dwindle as the weather gets colder. So I kind of make it a, a call when I think we're we're about done. But usually, that's around the end of October.
0: These fall trips that that are booked are, are these Minnesotans? Are these people out of state who uh, have heard about our fall fishing? Who fishes? In the fall,
1: it's it's a combo of both. Um, we get a, a pretty big push of Midwesterners that, uh, is especially around the Chicago area, that like to come up and perch fish. And when you get in on the on the perch bite, if they're if they're really going, it's pretty easy. But a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll take someone walleye fishing for a day. And, you know, we'll fish perch for, for a little bit and then they can kind of do their own thing for the next few days. But, um, you know, some people don't want to fish perch for four or five days. So they'll, they'll call and request a guide to fish, <clears throat> you know, whether it's walleyes or, you know, the musky fishing gets, is only going to get better. Um, you have fall bass fishing. Um, so you've got a lot of options, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough line. Do you hunt? Do you fish? <laughs> some people are diehard fishermen. Some are diehard hunters. You've got a few that are in between. So, you know, you'll have guys that'll book a guide trip in the morning and then they'll, they'll grouse hunt in the afternoon. So it's, it's just a good time to be out. Um You know, it's nice to see the people still, still showing up to the area after, after the last year or so, um, but yeah, we stay we stay busy all the way through the end of October.
0: We have a lot more to cover with Chuck Hazzy of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, but up next, we'll find out what's happening on Lake Malax when it comes to big predator fish. Steve Spaniak is up on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast of becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi... Bemidji, one step further. Welcome back to Fish in Paul Bunyan Country. Well, we're checking in with Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service, and has uh, he has been so many times when we've talked to him this summer. He is on the water. How's it going, Steve?
2: You know, I can't complain. It's been a beautiful day, Kevin. We got overcast skies. I got three fun guys with me. I got Joel, I've got Corey, and I got Andrew, and everybody has. Has missed a fish or had a fish on, and it spit it out. We've got, we've got a couple of nice northern pike boated. We love one of the gentlemen had a huge, big musty on. It, uh, it, it won the battle, let's say that, and we've had like 14 hits. So, all in all, it's been perfect fishing conditions. And the, and the bite is on, huh? The bite is on. The water temperature, Kevin, has dropped in the last two days about four degrees because of the cool evenings and everything which we desperately needed. We needed to get the temperatures down. That's going to be, uh, we've talked about it all summer, you and I, it's going to be turning a lot of fish on, getting them ready to start putting on the feed bag with the upcoming fall. So yeah, we're enjoying the bite that's happening. On the other hand, though, Kevin, it's a little, I'm a little missed about what's going on. We've been dragging Sacramento's for two, three days, and not a single take or no northern pike or anything for the Sacramento, which is very odd this time of year. Normally they're just nailing the Sacramento. But uh, you know what? I'll take, I'll take any kind of fish boated in one form or another, whether it's the Sacramento or whether it's a lure. How big are those fish out there today? Uh, the biggest pike we've gotten boated was probably about 13 pounds, 14 pounds, which is a really nice size fish. Oh, yeah. The same gentleman uh, last boated um, another one. And uh, everybody's been taking turns with hits, so uh, it's been an interesting, fun day.
0: How's the bite been overall the last couple weeks?
2: Up until today and the la- other day, it's been on and off. It's just been like a light switch, you know. When they're on, it's going fantastic. When uh, it's been slow, it's been brutally, brutally slow, Kevin. I would say 80% of my clients the last week and a half have had their chance at, uh, at a musky, you know, It's just a problem of being quick enough to set the hook. Okay. Well,
0: it's, uh, that's, you know, I mean, we're, we've been waiting for that. You had a, you had a stretch where it was a little leaner than that for a while.
2: Definitely. It was, it was less, less than lean, Kevin. It was anorexic, you know, water (laughs) temperatures were above 75, 76 degrees. That brings everything to a grinding halt just about, we've talked about it so often, you know, when the water temperatures are that warm, the fish become sluggish, you know, if it's briefly warm, they love it. They love the heat to generate the body after spawn, but, uh, sustaining that heat for over a month and a half is just way too long so yeah things are picking up the water is getting colder and i'm getting happier
0: what are you seeing from other anglers out there you know fishing for some
2: other species not seeing a lot of other anglers kevin i bet you there's no more than uh 20 other boats on this whole entire lake at any given time this last uh three weeks it's been odd i don't know what's going on uh other anglers are doing okay with uh the smallmouth bike. bite it's it's has been fast and furious. It's been a patient waiting game. You get to one spot and you sit there and just wait and wait, like with a Nedrick, till something comes by and picks it up. Uh, a lot of guys are going out walleye fishing. They've been having good luck on the sandbars and over on the mud flats. Lindy Riggin has been working well as well uh, with a leech as well as a uh, bottom bouncers and a crawler. A lot of people are turning back to the old standard, uh, which is always fun, is soaking a leech under a bobber. You can't go wrong doing that. So that's always a good time. A lot of walleyes being caught there. Northern pike have just started to pick up again along with the muskies like we were just talking about. So that's been going pretty good. Can't complain. On the other hand, Kevin, lakes around the surrounding area, they've been slowing down a little bit. The panfish bite, the fish are getting smaller. You're starting to see a lot of four, five to a pound. Bass bite on other lakes is starting to pick up a little bit better with the colder weather. Northern pike, they're still catching a lot of small pike on different lakes like Smith Lake, Shakopee Lake, Farm Island Lake, Borden Lake, Knife Lake. You know, so it's, it's been a little bit of everything going, but nothing fantastic for size. When
0: you're looking for something just for fun, a little bit different, and, and you want to try a lake that's not Malax, where do you go?
2: Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I've got, like, my, I like my pan fishing and my bass fishing, so I like Farm Island Lake. is a great lake for that. Uh Shakopee Lake was a fantastic lake for panfish until uh someone on them social media opened their mouth about it. But that's to be expected. That happens. Knife Lake is another good lake over by down towards Mora, South of That's got a good uh, good mixed bag of everything. You got some nice pike in there, you got beautiful walleye, beautiful crappies and some nice big sunnies. Bass are a little slow on the anorexic side over there, but there is some nice bass over there. So, you know, you got a smorgasbord of lakes and a smorgasbord of fish to, to you know go after it, it always makes it fun
0: well steve uh, when it comes to musky fishing certainly any fish really but but we know musky fishing for sure uh when those uh fall when that fall weather kicks in and those temperatures go down and the weather is not necessarily the nicest to be out in it's actually one of the best times to be musky fishing
2: oh well, no doubt you know fall is a whole new breed of animal you know the all fish put on the feed bag especially the muskies we start to incorporate a lot of spinner baits, Kevin, during that fall period. A lot of crankbaits and a lot of jerkbaits come into play. Also, we do a lot of more rock fishing. Like One of our last muskies got caught was a few days ago, and that was a nice little 48-and-a-quarter-incher caught on the rocks in 12 feet of water magical depth folks when you're fishing rocks after you get done fishing the shallow rocks go fish the secondary structure which is a 12-foot structure you just might be pleasantly surprised you know a lot of hot colors going too kevin this time of year uh neon yellow has been really good there's been some other colors like green have been good for musky fishing on the legs as well so uh yeah fall is definitely the time to be out here uh, don't worry about the cold, because once you start catching and working a jerkbait, you're going to warm up very much. Very much, yes. And
0: you know what, Steve? The the way they make uh, the outerwear these days, uh, you can play stay plenty warm in any condition.
2: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. In fact, if you're doing everything right the way you should be, you'll, you'll probably be taking out that outerwear just to get some fresh air and let your body breathe a little bit, Kevin.
0: <laughs> Steve, if people want to book a fall trip on Mille Lacs and catch some big muskies, how can they go about doing that?
2: Yeah, thank you. Great question. I tell you what, folks, go to my website, PredatorGuideService.com, all one word, PredatorGuideService.com. I got my phone number there. Give us a call, uh, home phone, or call my cell phone, 320-333-2941. Honestly, Kevin, I've only got about a half a dozen days left, and that's it.
0: Okay, so you would be a better act quick if you want to experience it. He's out on the water right now, catching lots of big northerns today and a few muskies, too. Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service, thanks for stopping by today. My pleasure, Kevin. Thank you. This is fishing Paul Bunyan Country. We're talking walleyes and leech lake with Chuck Hasey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. You've been on Leech Lake a lot over the years. You know what's going on out there. Besides the stuff we've already talked about, the drought being a real uh, uh, real concerning thing, anything else that you've seen in the last year or so that's got you a little bit worried, or are we looking pretty good out there?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say worried. Um, we are seeing the zebra mussels more and more prevalent in certain areas. Um, the Agency Bay area through the Agency Narrows, I know they're they're getting pretty bad. Uh, Cabacona Bay seems to have a, a, quite a few adult zebra mussels now. Um, so we've got that on the horizon. I would say in the next couple of years, it's, we're going to be at, you know, a calf lake or a Lake Winnie status where the water is going to be very clear. It's, you, you already noticed it this year with how clear it was. Um, but it's going to get more and more clear every year. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a concern. Um, I, I don't think it's going to affect the, the fishing, as much as just the location of the fish, so you're, you're going to have to adapt to that a little bit. Um, as far as numbers, I mean, the the test results. Um, I'm on the Leech Lake input board, and it it seems like the test, the fall netting test results, still show, you know, that we're we're at average to above average as far as fish per net um, that are sampled. So. I mean, we'll take the, the science there, I guess, and, and say we're good in that regards. Um, but I, I think now that Canada's open as well, it's going to relax a little bit of the pressure we've been getting out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've taken a lot of people, especially in the month of August, that, you know, the first thing they'll say when they get in the boat is, well, normally this is the week we're on Lac Laxul in Canada, but, you know, we can't get there, so we decided to come to Leech Lake instead. <laughs> And I, I have to remind them this is not Lac Sewell we're not we're not going to catch a hundred fish a day you know we're we're going to catch some, but we're going to have to work for them so um, we do have a, a lot of that pressure of people not being able to get through the border um, just an increase in in fishermen right. um, so we fight that a little bit but it I, I have a feeling it'll all even itself out here pretty soon.
0: Um, talking about the zebras for a second, you know, if, if we base it on what we've seen thus far on Winnie and Cass, you're exactly right. Uh, fish populations don't haven't changed any, uh, but where they are has definitely changed. Yeah,
1: and it might mean um, fishing them in a little deeper water than you're used to. It, it might mean uh, rolling out a rolling out a bed an hour or two earlier than you'd normally go fishing in the morning. Or you know, staying out a little longer in the evening during those low light periods. Um, But we're just we're gonna like anything else. We're gonna we're gonna have to adapt to it. Um, And if you're willing to adapt, I mean, you're gonna have success. It's just plain and simple. We're a lot of these places that we're fishing now in six, seven, eight feet of water. You know, as the sun comes up in the morning, maybe by eight thirty, nine o'clock, you're not going to be able to catch them there you just won't be able to get a boat close enough to them before they spook so it's just going to be those anglers that that are willing to adapt and try new things and and fish at different times of the day or a little deeper water or different structure that you know they'll they'll always be someone who figures it out
0: well we've talked about uh, bass and walleyes what are you hearing from your buds who are out muskie fishing
1: man i don't know toby was on a tear for a while there um it seems like the the musky bite was really good here during that last that last kind of warm windy spell we had, and then when it cooled off, it it stayed pretty strong. I know lots of different guys there, you know, if you fish on an average four five six hour a morning, they're usually boating a fish, if not two, yeah. or at least seeing a few every every single morning. So the musky fishing has been has been very good. Um, haven't seen a ton of big fish but lots of high 30s low 40s um a lot of active smaller fish but um the big ones are out there they they're going to they're going to they're gonna start uh, eating here soon and they'll they'll show up here within the next month month and a half
0: well based on the pictures i you know i should be hiring maggie not toby to get me oh, some big musky everyone
1: knows that <laughs> that's no
0: secret her new name is musty musky Mags. musky megs i love it did you see the the post she had about the the one Toby caught about a week ago? Yes, I love that. Is that my, yeah, is, that my yep. <laughs> is that my muskie's baby?
1: Yep, is that my muskie's baby?
0: Oh, trash talking already. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Well, Chuck, uh, I know you do the aim circuit. How the how the year go for you?
1: Um, it didn't it didn't go quite as planned. I mean, we we had some good finishes. Um, we made the top 10 in a few, um, our teammates in the, the national championship this spring, Tyler Holden and Nate Linegar, um, actually won the championship. So they brought home a, a warrior boat. I think that might've been the last time I talked to you. I was on, uh, the Pete and well flowage in Wisconsin. So, yes. Um, that was, that was a pretty good highlight. Um, after that, we were off to Mille Lacs. That went pretty well. Um, the Leech Lake tournament out here, we won't talk about, (laughs) um, (laughs) we've got one, one, one big one coming up yet. And that's probably my favorite tournament of the year. That's the, uh, Cabela's MWC on Cass Lake. And that's in two weekends. So I'll be putting a little more time in up and around the Cass area now over the next two weeks. Um, but that's, that's a fun one to fish. That's still one of the, only remaining tournaments um, other than the NWT where you still actually bring your uh, bag of fish to the the weigh scale. So that's kind of fun. A lot of the the local anglers around here fish that, so we kind of all get together and have a good time, and that's kind of the, the cap on the tournament season for everyone. So looking forward to that one.
0: Where's that headquarter if people want to come out and check it out?
1: That's out of Stony Point on okay. Cass, so right there at the canal house easy to find Um, they put on a great they put on a great exhibit there i mean you've got everything there um there's stuff for the kids after the weigh-ins um you know you've got the the canal house right there so if you want to grab something to eat or something to drink you're right close to the public boat landing so if you want to put the boat in after you watch the weigh-in for a while it's it's a cool experience
0: okay um I had another question. Oh, yes, if we want to book a trip with you for the fall, um, you got some spots available yet? Yeah, there's a few.
1: Um, September is pretty full right now, um, but there's still a few of us going. So um, you can call the, the 800 number, 855-LOA-HOOK. Uh, you can go to our website, leisure art, leisureoutdooradventures.com, um, if you want to contact me directly, my phone number, my cell phone is two one eight two eight nine one three eight three and uh, there's there's a good chance we can still fit fit people in even through the month of September. October is a little more sparse, so we can usually squeeze you in um, in October, and I would say, come about october first. that's that's when the the prime fall bite starts happening. So, it's a little less than ideal weather-wise sometimes, but that's usually when the best bite starts to occur.
0: Well, you know, if you, if you go about and buy some of that modern outerwear, I mean, that stuff is pretty amazing how warm it can keep you. So that, that's really it's helpful. All
1: about, it's all about the clothes, yep. And, I, I mean, I say that being completely honest. I mean, it's layers. Um, don't skimp. If, if you're a fisherman or an outdoorsman, don't try to save a buck or two on your on your rain gear stuff that's going to keep you dry because it makes all the difference in the world yeah we use it every single day i mean the, the last four or five days here i've had my blackfish stuff on and i get back home and take my rain, rain gear off and i'm completely dry underneath so it it does make a huge difference
0: all right chuck anything else else before we wrap it up
1: um. Yeah, I mean, not unless you want to talk about the Gophers leading at halftime and then the rest of the game after that, but that's pretty typical for Minnesota. So, I mean, I think if you're a Minnesota sports fan, you you kind of knew where that game was going anyway, so we'll just leave yeah. it alone
0: for yeah, now. Yeah, and, and I'm not even enthused about the Vikings, so I don't even want to go there at this point. And... <sighs> yeah, it's <laughs> tough.
1: It's tough. Someone should feel sorry for us.
0: I, somebody should, yes, but I don't think anybody from Wisconsin's going to.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Chuck Assey from Leisure Outdoor Adventures, outstanding guide and great friend of uh, Paul Bunyan Country. Love having him on the show. Chuck, thanks for uh, checking in with us, and we'll be sure to check in one more time at least before you hang it up for the year, because we'll want to get a good uh, fall report.
1: Sounds good, Kev. Thank you.
0: Well, it is upon us that unofficial end to summer, Labor Day weekend. you got an extra day to get out there and do what you want to do. Enjoy the outdoors Whether you're hunting, whether you're fishing, whether you're hunting and fishing, whether you're biking, whether you're golfing, whatever it is, have a great time, stay safe, and we will talk to you next week. The
1: fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm
0: and Paul Bunyan Country Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help